Menace Nation. It's Menace Morning Time. Wake them up. Wake them up. Wake them up. Wake them up. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. Tryna hide from the camera. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. I ain't going outside today. No big. Couldn't find our tick. So I'm drinking on egg today. I feel like Pac. I'ma put up a star. We gon' do a drive by in the rain. Shoot the shot. I'm coming in. It is. <clears throat> Let's start that again. <laughs> I run that back. It is Tuesday, March first. Welcome to Menace in the morning. Happy March. We got St. Patty's Day rolling around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's officially uh, no longer Black Black History Month. Which <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not one to celebrate that. Except Chris does not shut the fuck up about it. So we're excited <laughs> to not hear Chris say. You know, that sounded racist. Let me just tell you. It is sound racist. Oh, fuck it. You can call it racist. I don't care. I'm uncancelable. Put the nine down. (laughs) Call me racist. Whatever. Black History Month is over, and uh, you can't cancel me. So It was the worst Black History Month ever. I I don't think that's true. People just love to say that every year. You know, I'm just, you know, the girl from my neighborhood got punched in the face. So it definitely wasn't feeling like a good Black History Month. Yeah. um, Yeah, it was not a good Black History Month for Mm -hmm. her. That's for damn sure. And Akron, uh, you know what? It wasn't a good Black History Month for the guy that punched her either. Going to go to prison for a hate crime. uh, No, they're going to hit him with a double felony, bro, because he had the nine on him, too. And he was drunk. Good guy. That guy had a gun. Yeah. I promise he doesn't know how to shoot a gun. He had the gun on his hip. Jesus. Bro, buddy, hey, buddy at work that I was telling you about, Zach, I, I don't want to stay too long on this, but buddy at work that came in was like, yeah, my cousin got in, the, in that brawl. He came in today. He was like, yeah, they're saying he's a proud boy, but he's married to a guy, so I don't know if that's true. He's married to a guy. He's, he's gay, too. Yeah. I was like, Chris, get out of the uh-huh. studio. I don't care. <laughs> oh, Lord. Man, people at work just love to spill the beans to you, don't they? Just, just word vomit. It's, it's, but it, it is, uh, it, and this is, I don't know if it, it might be every show, but it's certainly mm. going to become a theme here where it's, it's, it's rant Tuesday. Yeah. It, rant Tuesday. Like, it's, you get through the weekend, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have a great time. Then Monday, Monday morning show rolls around. You, you, you kind of knock it out. You talk about the weekend and then Monday happens officially happens after that. And it just gets you in a mood like what the fuck is wrong with people. Right. <laughs> and so Tuesday's morning is the time to be like push reset. It's time mm-hmm. to call some bitches out and, and really just address some things that are just fucking ridiculous. Right. But I do want to stop start- you first. No, no, no. I want to no, stop you first because you have a big announcement. I saw the promo video yesterday and I want to set the stage for you. You're zone six. You're. Yeah, You're getting it going. Yeah, it's it's gonna be sweet. I mean, I've been I've, I've been kind of you know, like I said, moving moving silence, right? Mm-hmm. I've been slowly building this this next pillar to this platform, and it's obviously gonna be very different from menace to sports, menace to right. picks. That's all you know. That's all media and entertainment outlet. This is gonna be an educational outlet. Um, and I've been talking. Everyone that listens to the show knows the charitable aspect of this platform, which is it's gonna be a two pillar platform, right? One side of it is gonna be all about charity, all about giving back, doing free clinics, doing free camps, um, scholarshiping kids to to train with Eric Lichter and and get that next level coaching and training to try to get kids, you know, just develop kids and and create more opportunities for the, the youth in inner city Columbus, and then hopefully eventually expanding outside of that. So that, that was the most important part. That's why I've been talking about that and raising mm-hmm. money for that for about, let's shoot, probably four months now. Yeah. I remember, and, we, um, first, I remember I mean, we first had a really good talk about it. And then you were, I mean, people yeah, behind I, I, the scenes think you're some sort of like scumbag asshole, yeah, hard right. to work with, but it's like, 
like you get excited about being able to give back to kids, especially. Yeah. And so and, and, I really, I really geek out over someone who kind of resonates with that. And there's no doubt. And there's still so much work to be done. Um, mm -hmm. but, but the most important part of it was the fundraising. And I mean, there's over 60, maybe over 70,000. I'd have to check the, the, with our charity, um, in that fund right now yeah. sitting there. And, um, you know, I didn't talking, want to we're not talking Hugh Jackson style charity. We're not, no, 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 no. Well, shit, the, the charity ain't paying me a penny, but I don't right. want a penny. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to serve two functions, right? The selfish Correct. side of it is it's going to, the charity is going to be going to give the, the, pro, the for-profit side of this, this platform, you know, free okay. marketing basically, mm -hmm. which is not why I'm doing it, but it's just, it's just, a, that's how I get right. a benefit out of it. Right. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't need to make money. The charity doesn't right. need to pay me anything. Um, but, but me and Zach are in gym grind, man. So not Fat Tuesday, but this is a rant no, Tuesday. That, that's that's the other other side of it, man. It, it, it's it's Transformation Tuesday. Mm -hmm. But anyways, the other side of the platform is all going to be all about educational development. Um, yeah. when it comes to being a skill a football player, and it's going to eventually reach out to other sports too. But right now, it's it's strictly football skill. Um, it's going to be a subscription model and or an e course and or in person training. All three are going to be incorporated in it, and it's also going to be a hell of a tool for football coaches. Uh, because it's just going to be me basically opening my brain, experience, library, everything I have, and just just giving it to you. And, and, and if you're a high school kid or even a middle school kid and you want to have that kind of private coach without spending, I mean, you know, that could be expensive. You talk about 50 bucks a session once, twice, three times a week. Like that could be really expensive in a month. Yeah. So it's it's clear, it's not going to be even close to that, but you, you'll have somebody there, you know, you'll have content coming out. You, it'll be motivational talks, drills, plans for the week, um, just educate fundamental educational sessions, like just things mm -hmm. like that. And it'll grow from there. It'll grow into zoom, uh, zoom meetings, clinics. It, I'm really excited about it. So the, the website is, is almost done. Um, you can go check it out. It's not just don't sign up yet. Cause there's nothing there. <laughs> so if you sign up, you're donating money at this point and the charity side of it, we haven't even started building that side of the website, but it's zone6.com. If you want to check it out, um, it's it's still an under uh, under construction. Yeah. But my my side of it is I've been I've been building the content right. I've been I've been training kids on you know you know every Saturday I train a handful of kids, and I've just been putting them through drills and creating new drills even. Um, but putting them through my staple drills and and getting that video content so that then I can break down why we do the drill, what the mm -hmm. fundamental is, what I'm looking for, so that you can go out and do the drill. And if you just, all you need is a camera stand in your phone, you can video it and watch yourself back and you've already watched what I'm looking for and you can watch yourself. Correct. It's a way to coach yourself. So I'm excited about it. It sh should be pretty big um, and it's going to be impactful, I think. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about coming down on Saturday and come messing up one of these kids. Just <laughs> nah, <laughs> sounds nah. good. <laughs> That'd be bad for business. <laughs> right, right, right. But I, so that was, I guess, a little personal update. And, and mm -hmm. I guess in line with that, not that we need to talk about it every show, but we will soon. Uh, the March Madness squares are going to be coming out soon. If you want to play yeah. that, plays in every game, only the final score. I, I looked it up. Um, but a chance to have fun and donate, uh, not donate money. You might win money, but mm -hmm. but support a great cause, I guess. And then we're going to do a bracket challenge also, yeah. $20 a bracket. So mm -hmm. stay tuned for both of those things. Uh, but I got I, I got I to gotta go on a rant about this. Let's go. What, Let's go. What I saw the uh, yesterday, this kid, uh, I got to read his name, Trevante Citizen, right? A running back out of Louisiana mm -hmm. uh, picked Miami over wh who I saw, LSU, Auburn, and who was the other one? Florida, right? Mm -hmm. So he picks Miami, Louisiana kid, and um, it's, it's, this it's, would it's, be it's, it's, it's enough's enough. I've ever seen. Enough's enough, right? 
I, I'm all about these kids enjoying the process, having their moment. They can do the hats on the table, pick their school. Everyone gets excited. It's a secret. I think my favorite example, of this was Johnny Dixon when he did it, right? He, he didn't disrespect any schools. He didn't disrespect any coaches. He didn't disrespect any, any, you know, fan base. He had the hats out, picked Ohio state. Everyone was excited, congratulated him. He got to enjoy his moment. That is what this is about, right? A kid has worked really hard, is blessed, has you know has those gifts from God. Let him enjoy. Not only him, him, his mom, his family. Let the, all those people enjoy the celebration that is picking a destination as a part of their path, their journey. Right. That that is what it's supposed to be. Now, what this bitch Trayvante Citizen did, like putting on a hat, throwing it away, putting on a hat, throwing it away. I mean, so let's let's get this first off. Let's get this started right here. This kid is an average ass as best. At best, player average. I watched his film. I don't do that. You know that. Everyone on the platform knows that. I don't dive into recruiting like this. I watched his film and and evaluated him. He is at best a mid mid level Division one player. At best, eleven three three is a junior in a hundred. What the fuck is that? Is he a fullback or a tight end? Eleven. I ran faster in high school than eleven three three. And this kid's a top. He's gonna grab an Auburn hat where Bo Jackson played and disrespect Auburn. You got me fucked up. He's an average ass player, and and here's the problem: it falls. I don't know who the high school coach is at, at Lake Charles uh, College Prep, but that guy should be fucking fired. Because you know why? John, not only would Johnny Dixon not have done that, just because of the character of the person, but Jack Daniels, the head coach at Dwyer High School, would have fucking never allowed it ever. So where's the high school coach? Where's the fucking shitbag parent that that is allowing this kid to disrespect coaches, time, money, platform? I mean, former players, you name it. Emmett Smith went to Florida. You ungrateful bitch. Emmett Smith, you heard of him? He's done more for football than you ever fucking will. Mm-hmm. You disrespect these schools like that because you think you're some big-time fucking player. You're not. You're an average-ass player. Just what he is. Call it what it is. It's Truth Tuesday. He is an average-ass player that disrespected a bunch of schools. And <laughs> oh man, and Mario Cristobal has to hate that. If I was Mario Cristobal, I would rescind the offer. He's not going to be a great player. Kids that do that shit never are. They never are. It just feels like a portal kid, man. And his mom looked like that she didn't know he was going to do all that. And he even picked up the Miami hat, took it off, and then unzipped his. Like, it was just so extra. It was so cringe, right? Like, you put the Miami hat, took it off. It's like, oh, it's not Miami. Oh, I got a different Miami hat. Mm -hmm. Like, shut the fuck up. Pick your school and move. keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Everyone can cheer. You can take your pictures. Then you then, then you can go get humbled like a motherfucker like every high school kid ever does. You go into Miami and look like dog shit as a freshman because everyone does. Go mm-hmm. do that. Have fun. I want to mm-hmm. see his uh, commitment video when he jumps in the transfer portal six months after showing up in, in yeah. Coral Gables. That's what I want to see. Is he going to do another thing with tables and hats? Probably. That was some big that portal energy. It was some. It was an absolutely some portal energy. And it's just like... Like, have some self-awareness. Like, have some understanding. And I wanted to ask you because I always wondered, do do coaches, like college coaches ever, like, give recommendations on what to not do and do? Because that's so embarrassing for Mario Cristobal, who's a military guy, who's a guy that that's the exact opposite you'd think of of the kind of situation he would want. It's it's just fucking embarrassing, like, all the way around. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you, you know, recruiting such a battle, you're just trying to win, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to get trying to get the kids you want. So if you do, it's like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. Like, it, it might look bad, but it'll be a blip in the radar, and it'll be water under the bridge in a minute. Because, like, this kid, I won't even – when this kid actually suits up for Miami, if he ever plays, I'll, I'll probably forget that he, this even happened, yeah. right? Like, most people will. It's just mm-hmm. the optics of it, and, and it's just uh, – it's just it's – just, absolute dog shit and it falls on the high school coaches 
It's, it really does. Like, why are you allowing your players to disrespect those schools? If I walked into that school and I was recruiting for Auburn the next time, I'd be like, coach, what was that shit? Yeah. Like all the time I spent visiting here, develop, develop a relationship with you, your kids. I'm trying to recruit your kids, give an opportunity to play college football. And you let him disrespect our school like that. No, man, that, that's not cool. That's not it. That's I mean, it's it's not just, cool. Mm -mm. And it was so fucking cringy. Like even even if like I, I like good recruitment videos. I like that, you know, like G. Scott Jr. had one of the best recruitment videos I've ever seen or commitment videos I've ever seen. Just like I like cool stuff. But like the, the, the hat flipping and the hat switching is a little bit. Eh. And then when to go through six hats, like who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, well, it's 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 the nature of the beast, right? And mm -hmm. and I, I I went on his profile and I saw our guy still Steve Wilfong, who's the best in the business. Uh, Crystal balled him to Florida just a few few days ago. So clearly, he is a guy in the know. Keep keep an mm -hmm. eye on uh, old Wilfong. He'll he'll tell you he'll tell you where kids are going. Um, but it, it's people like that 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 create it, right? It's those recruiting services that create these that that treat these players like celebrities, and not it's not the people, it's the industry, right? Like Steve Wilfong, who are you going to name? Mark Givler, like those guys, they're just doing a great, they're just trying to do a great job, right? right? And they have to treat these kids like celebrities because the industry has has created their celebrity. Mm -hmm. So if you don't, you're not getting the interview, and someone else is, and now you're losing, right? It's a competitive market. So it's it that's just the nature of recruiting. It, it's it's come from just the industry and and mm -hmm. what it is now. So we did have a uh, you know this this whole the Ohio State staff is making more moves right now than I think it ever has. I think the support staff has grown exponentially. Um, Zach Grant has been named the director of player personnel for the Ohio State University. Zach, that's not a coach job, but what is that? Um, I don't. Who knows? Who knows? Mark Pan. It's it's a title. We have more director of player fill in the blank than any school in the country Ohio State does I mean there's director of player development director of player personnel director of player mm -hmm. uh I don't know that sandwich feels like making. Mark Pantone's role so <laughs> well Mark Mark Pantone is the CEO right he's mm -hmm. like director of player personnel no that's that's Mark Pantone he's in charge of the player personnel like the personnel that comes in and out the door um the transfer report he's in charge of all of it so he is the director I don't know maybe he's like the executive director and then there's a new director it's like all right here's how fucking companies should work right who's the guy that's in charge of the shit that's what I want to know. Literally, if I started a college football program, it would be like Mark Pantone in charge of the player shit. That's what it would be his, his title. Like there'd be no confusion. He's in charge of the yeah. roster. Titles with Zach Smith. Right. This son of a bitch runs this. This son right. of a bitch Mark, runs that. Mark Pantone's the mm -hmm. son of a bitch that's in charge of the roster. That would mm -hmm. be his title. Like S O B R. <laughs> like everyone wants an acronym CEO, CFO, COO. All right. S O B R. Son of a bitch roster. Yeah. <laughs> son of a bitch in charge of the roster that's what mark pantone is everyone else that works for him works in the roster management department and i don't mm -hmm. care if you're the whatever title they want to give you so uh that being said i did see that which is awesome i think that's great uh with, with the new age of the portal mark pantone's staff has to do twice as much work right they have Straight to monitor up. it's like the nfl they have to monitor the current league and mm -hmm. the minor league right they have to monitor the the other schools and who might transfer, who might at the end of the year not be happy or whatever, and, and do they want them? And they also have to monitor and evaluate recruits like high school kids and junior college. So and prep school, like the, there's a lot going on. So their staff definitely needed to expand. So kind of a pet peeve of mine is, is when you're an off the field, I don't know, you work in administration, right? You are not mm -hmm. developing players. You're not teaching players. You're not working with players. You're not coaching players. You're not educating players. You're not a teacher. You're not a, a, a leader of young men. You are not a coach. So right. stop fucking having people call you coach. 
That'd be like the nurse being demanding being called doctor. Are nurses <laughs> as important as doctors? Probably. Are they more important? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't matter. But you're not a fucking doctor. You didn't go to med school and do residency like that. You you went to nursing school. It's different. Now you're a nurse. It'd be the same thing. Don't call a doctor yeah. a nurse. He's not. He's a doctor, right? Don't call a fucking recruiting guy, this this direct, director of player, player personnel, coach whatever. He's not a coach. He doesn't right. coach people. He works on computers, evaluates film, and maybe talks to recruits to try to get them to come to Ohio State. That's a recruiter, a salesman, an evaluator. It's not a coach. Like, take mm-hmm. it out of your bio. I know it, it. maybe it makes you feel cool, but you're not a coach. You're not a coach. You don't coach. And that's not no, a bad thing. I think it's 100% fair. No, it, it's, it's like it's like it's like TV personalities that call themselves analysts. Yeah, and, and it was it's like, like you're, people, not, you're not people said People said Coach Pantone. Like, Luke Fickle used to be the best. He'd be like, don't call him that. But like, that's not Pantone was probably more important than any, any one coach. So it's not a value thing. It's not like, oh, he doesn't deserve to be called a coach. It's just, he's not a coach. He's probably, he's more valuable than probably any assistant coach on, on the, the staff, maybe outside of like a coordinator, like Jim Knowles might be more important than Mark Pantone, but kind of not right. Mark's in charge of all the players that Jim Knowles needs. So yeah. it's not a value thing, but I can't, I just can't stand it. I can't stand no, it, but I did work with one guy. That uh, at Florida, who is a GA, he's now in, in personnel uh, in the NFL. He's a, he's a, a big time scout, but he used to call everyone coach. And I was like, why the fuck do you do that? Like he would call secretaries. He'd be like, oh, coach, I know. And I'd be like, why do you do that? And he was like, what do, you, what do you mean, bro? It's the best. Like I don't have to remember names. Like I, everybody's coach. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, like it'd be some random cop. Like uh, there was a cop I remember one time on the Gator Walk, and he'd be like, hey, coach, how's it going, man? I'm like, he's a cop. He's not a coach. Why are you calling him a coach? Like. But yeah, so I might it, use that. Everybody, everybody can be coach. I'm with that, right? It's, but it's that. pet peeve Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, pet pet peeve Tuesday. How, this Tuesday is the most busy. T- we got Fat Tuesday, Transformation Tuesday, Pet Peeve Tuesday, Rant Tuesday. Hey, hey you mean, know what? Speaking of Transformation Tuesday, I'm down five pounds already. Let's go, um, man. I'll be. Let's see. What is it? March first, end of March. I'll be down fifteen. Easy, mm-hmm. easy. What? We're, hey, let's meet at a weight and let's get a boxing match in. Who? You and me. Yeah, Chris, with you don't head want gear. that. You don't want with that. With headgear. I don't need headgear. What the fuck? I don't care. My head's already gone. <laughs> already, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, bro. I'm not, I'm not getting I'm not getting hit by you. Fuck out of here. I would like to set up a boxing match between you and James Yoder, though, just like for the record. Like just like a, a good charity boxing match. That's a thing, right? That's people do. It, it is a thing. Um, <laughs> I do want to ask you about um, the J.J. McCarthy quote made the Woody. Obviously, it's all been all over social media. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? Dude, do, does it need to be bulletin board material? And whose job is it to find that and put it up in the board in the in the Woody? I mean, it's 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 whoever. I mean, you know, the, mm-hmm. once he said it, it, it went through the Woody, and Mickey Marotti probably told his intern, "Hey, put that on the TVs." It's all motivation. It's all bullshit. It's all charades. It's all fun and games. But it is. I mean, at the same time, it is a reminder. Um, it's not. It's not that they're like calling JJ McCarthy out for saying it. It's more just mm-hmm. like, hey, when you walked in the Woody today, little reminder, they beat you. Right? It's not that they're overconfident, they're talking shit. It's just, no, 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 there's a reminder right there that uh, we lost to them. Yeah, They beat us, right? Beat That's you. all it is. I got no problem with the comment. I mean, J.J. McCarthy probably should shut the fuck up until he actually plays some significant snaps and makes an yeah. impact. I mean, to come in every now and then and throw some wildcat yeah. passes, like, shut up, relax. No. Like, no, but- calm that down. No, we love, we love accidental shit talking. I love it from him. 
because that's a kid with supreme confidence. I I want I want them to get really loud. I hope I hope this continues. I yeah. can't wait. I'm I'm 100 here for it. I do want to ask you 2016 when you guys played Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield or someone had the comments about basic defense. Was that bulletin board material or did you guys normally do the bulletin board then? Um, I mean, yeah, we've. Urban's program. I mean, every program does it. I can't even mm-hmm. say Urban's because now it's Ryan's and they do it. I mean, Mickey Marotti. It's every program that does it. I think I told the story before when I worked at Florida. We were playing Ohio State in the national championship game, and that was obviously the like January eighth or something like that. And uh, so we all got to go home for the for the Christmas holiday. And I I'm from Columbus. I come back to Columbus. And I had to go like to the, you know, I didn't, I Christmas shop like two days before Christmas. That's when I start, right? <laughs> Procrastinator. So I go, hey, I go, pressure to, makes diamonds. Yeah, right. So, so I go to the mall to, to finish up or start Christmas shopping, I guess. Yeah. And uh, at a kiosk there, they have all kinds of Buckeye memorabilia. And one of them was a 2006 national champions, Ohio State Buckeyes football that you could buy. I'm like, we haven't even played the game. And so I bought one. Game. I bought one and took it back to Florida. And we put that bitch right in the middle of the locker room, all bowl prep. Just to remind them, like, look, they think they want it all up there. And we created this. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was the the thought or the the mantra amongst the sports media that (coughs) Florida didn't belong. Mm Mm-hmm. People wanted, Ohio State, Ohio State, State, Michigan, people wanted Ohio State Michigan people wanted Ohio State Michigan rematch. They wanted a rematch. Game. Florida didn't belong. I mean that, but we built it up. I mean it was it was playing on loop. Every interview, every TV, every show, Jim Rome's douchebag ass, like all of them, just were were, were up there saying Florida doesn't even belong and all the shit they were saying. And uh, so yeah, bulletin board materials are real. The real thing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a real thing. They people use it. It doesn't matter. I mean, we we even came up with fake quotes. <laughs> like I think we came up with a fake quote. Kirk Barton was like, "Their their defensive line isn't very athletic." Which, if you talk to Kirk, he'll tell you like it's the most freak show D line ever. But like we put quotes up, like Kirk Barton said, "Their D line doesn't even look athletic on film." Just completely made up, right? Just, Just trying to get people lie. pissed off. Yeah. And I've also I told this, I told the story about Kendall Fuller at Virginia Tech with Michael Thomas. I mean, he, mm-hmm. I. I I didn't have to make much up, but I just made him so angry that he fucking despised Kendall Fuller and wanted to just you know, just annihilate him. And he did, he did because he probably would have anyways, but, um, no, there was an extra chip. He was tweeting all week. Oh, oh, you better stop running your mouth. I'm coming for you. This, that, this, that, this, that. And it was like, I was after after the game. (laughs) Yeah. He was going, he was, he was on one and that, that route that he ran that, that buckled his knees. I couldn't believe it, man. I was tripping. It was a bad throw by JT, but I loved it. Um, I didn't want to flip to the NFL. Um, Marcus Mariota, there's a belief that the Cleveland Browns are going to make a run after him and have him go compete with Baker Mayfield. And I want to ask you, I mean, you were a, you were a coach when obviously Ohio State won the national title and you, you know, got to see Marcus Mariota up close and personal. I'm sure you guys prepped for that uh, extensively. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on Marcus Mariota when you guys went to play them at the end of the Heisman gauntlet um, that year? Yeah, you know, um, I thought he was a good, really good player, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I didn't think – I thought he was more uh, – uh, Heisman level player due to circumstance and and you know the the landscape of football that he was playing in out on the West Coast. Um, I think Melvin Gordon was a better player. Amari Cooper was a better player. Um, Ezekiel Elliott was. I mean, you know, I think there were better players in the country, but that's not to diminish the fact that he was a great player. Um, and, and I think it, it's it's talked about quite a bit. But let's let's not forget that that might have been the the best defensive stretch in the history of college football. I mean, three games back to back to back to go against the three guys that were in New York and shut them all down. I mean, mm-hmm. didn't didn't entirely shut Amari Cooper down, but didn't let him win the game like he had done so many times, right? He well, that played, was Eli Apple on him. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Which is the fact that that even, 
worked. Uh, well, they they starred him. They bracketed him. But Eli mm-hmm. didn't really do shit. Yeah, I think he beat Duran Grant for the only touchdown he scored. Yeah, he did. And so, but just the stretch to shut down Melvin Gordon, then shut down or limit Amari Cooper and shut down Marcus Mariota to win a national championship. I mean, that that is almost if you were going into it, right? You said, here's what we have to do. The three guys that were in New York, like the three best players in the world, we have to shut them all down back to back to back. Yeah. You're like, what the and fuck? Teams, and teams specialize to highlight those players. Yeah. Like, I mean, and and so I think just Chris Ash, Luke Fickle, the whole defensive staff, what an outstanding job they did. Um, but yeah, I think Marcus Mar- Mariota is a really good player. And uh, I think I think competition is great. I don't think he's as good as Baker Mayfield when Baker Mayfield's healthy. Um, but I think it would be great to bring him in. Because mm-hmm. What then if Baker, if, I, if, if I'm wrong and Baker does suck or if he's still hurt, then Marcus Mariota would be a better option, right? And if yeah. not, he'll do he'll do nothing but push the Baker Mayfield to be a better version of himself. So competition is always great. He's one of the least talked about busts kind of of all time. Yeah. Um, number two overall pick. Very, I mean, he's he kind of universally liked quiet guy, not too flashy. Um, I remember, you know, my untrained eye, I was I, I was in high school still, or I was actually my first year of college. And to my untrained eye, the, I, I didn't think he was going to be a good pro because I couldn't, I, I remember looking back, I couldn't remember one time he threw a deep ball and it looked good. Like I just couldn't, yeah. I couldn't remember one time his mechanics, just the way the ball came out of his hands. It just felt like he couldn't throw a deep ball ever. Well, and and I'd have to go back and look at the analytics of it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I was on the offensive side of the ball, right. um, and so I, I, I didn't really study him. I mean, I I saw highlights on ESPN and stuff, and then I watched him live in the game. But he just never struck me as an NFL quarterback. To be an, a, a great NFL quarterback, you have to be able to throw like throw it, make every throw. You exactly. and, and with accuracy, timing, arm strength, precision, all of that. And if you don't, you have to be Lamar Jackson. Like you have to be such a dynamic runner and also can throw mm-hmm. where now, you know, the, the precision accuracy isn't as necessary because you can always take off. They have to honor the run. They have to play a different style of defense to stop what you do offensively. Kind of the Tim Tebow effect, right? Tim Tebow was not a great passer, but mm-hmm. because he was such a good runner, the offense was built a certain way, play action and stuff like that. He didn't need to be. And so that's what you need to do in the NFL, but you have to be, I mean, Lamar Jackson. You can't just be an okay runner and yeah. someone's going to build a system like that. It's just not how it works. So mm-hmm. I never thought, it, you know, watching him in person and then, you know, kind of watching him through the draft process. I never saw, you know, franchise NFL quarterback. Right. Well, he doesn't, he also doesn't exude the things mentally that you would look for. Like he, he almost comes across as a little bit timid yeah. um, in terms of like every press. I mean, just kind of really quiet mannered. And and I know that, you know, that's kind of a cult or like cultural thing, like kind of how he grew up, like parent structure wise. But I mean, Tua never came off as, as timid. Um, not that I'm probably no. going to cancel for that one, but you know, I, I, I digress. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm interested to see what the Browns do. I think he's an upgrade over case Keenum. I think that's, you know, really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, and then, We'll see. I mean, it's, I, I, I am curious to see how Baker reacts if this does get done. But um, that's all I have for today, Zach, unless you have anything else. No, that's it. That's all I got. So I appreciate everybody listening. Mm-hmm. I appreciate everybody supporting, retweeting. If you could, go retweet that uh, that Zone 6 video that I put out on my platform. Yeah, yeah. go do that right now, actually. Right now, for, just jump on Menace Twitter and retweet family. it. I'm trying to grow the brand, and it's going to do awesome things, not only for – you know, for for our company and, and, and financially for us, uh, that's obviously the, the the second part of it. But mm-hmm. just for the charity and, and and the image, the the branding, like to get the word out there. So if you could go on and retweet that, I'd appreciate it um, and help us kind of grow this movement. Uh, we have we have goals around here, right? I think I talked about it. Made uh, the first year we did this, we lost money. Um, I lost money, uh, and I mean that was mostly investment in this studio and equipment and stuff like that. The second year, I think in total, the company made thirty thousand dollars year. Th- 
the third year made it might have been year one we made thirty thousand dollars but it broke even because of the the mm. whatever it was cost, we right. went from we went from 30 to 70 to 220 and now we're trying to push to, to half a million dollars and obviously that is not profit i mean we we employ now seven people mm. and um or maybe eight people now chris drew in the building but uh just yeah. trying to grow trying to grow man trying to make this as big as we can uh and, and impactful that's the moral story i don't give a shit if, if it becomes barstool or you know anything to that level i just want to make an impact if, it, if it's just here in columbus it's just here in columbus if it's if it grows and it's the state of ohio it's the state of ohio if it grows to be the midwest or na nationally coast to coast so be it i just want we just want to make an impact so mm -hmm. help us make it grow and how well i'm just told you retweet it <laughs> retweet yeah, it tweet retweet like cost, subscribe hey, i mean cost 399 free 99 to do that for us so go retweet that if you do want to be a uh, kind of commit commit some big dollars go uh go sign up on patreon for five bucks a month to get the custom rss feed everything mm -hmm. goes on there our spaces recordings you know uh, any interviews or podcasts i do um we're looking at expanding and maybe adding a show or two here to the platform as we get kind of through the off season so just growth, focusing on growth and delivering a great product. So appreciate everybody. Also submit your mailbag questions to mm -hmm. Chris or myself on social media or a five-star review, however you want. Um, I guess that's house cleaning, house cleaning, keeping at the end. Yeah, it's it's housekeeping. You're never going to get it. And I, I've given up. Yeah. <laughs> it's house cleaning. I, we're cleaning. Now. <laughs> yeah, but just um, down the lookout. We do have a lot of stuff coming. Yeah, so just, definitely. Appreciate everybody. Menace out.